Welcome to the ISMG studios. Uh, I'm Rahul Neelmani, and today we are honored to have uh, Dr. Raj Iyer, who is the Chief Information Officer of the U.S. Army in the ISMG studios. Uh, Dr. Iyer serves as the first civilian CIO of the U.S. Army and is responsible for its IT portfolio through a global workforce of about 15,000 civilian IT and 10,000 uh, military personnel and providing an oversight to the Army's mammoth $18 billion annual IT and cyber budget. Uh, welcome, Dr. Ayer. Thanks for your time. Honored to have you with us. Yeah, thank you. My pleasure. Uh, Dr. Ayer, let's start with getting a broad sense of the overall uh, technology transformation vision of the U.S. Army, uh, which uh, also employs the largest workforce in the world and is one of the top most strategic uh, organizations? Yeah, great question. And I would actually rephrase that to say that, you know, the journey that we're actually on is uh, what we're terming, terming, terming as digital transformation and not just technology modernization. The Army has been, um, <clears throat> you know, has been pioneering a lot of technologies through research and development um, for many decades now. But uh, the journey we're really on right now and why this is so different is it's, it all comes down to how we're transforming the army through data as a strategic asset. And uh, <clears throat> a couple of reasons for that. Um, the first being that, you know, after 20 years of, uh, you know, fighting counterinsurgency uh, in Southwest Asia, um, the army is actually modernizing um, at scale. Um, you know, really to meet <clears throat> the, uh, the pacing challenges um, of the future. And to us, that is really, um, you know, the, the potential challenges and threats um, from China and to be able to uh, strategically deter um, those challenges. Um, it was very important that, you know, we engage on a, on a mass effort um, to truly transform the army. I mean, our 246 year history, as an army <clears throat> has always been about um, how well we fight with our people and that will always you know remain however what we found is that you know the the you know the the the, the key the the secret sauce in terms of being able to deter any future adversaries is how well we're able to make decisions under uncertainty and especially you know when we're challenged or contested um, by peer adversaries like china um, it is absolutely important that we have, you know, the best data available in the hands of our commanders uh, for decision making. So to us, uh, that decision dominance, as we call it, is really what's driving our digital transformation efforts. We are embarking on a massive um, <clears throat> effort to achieve the, uh, the digital army of 2030. Uh, and that is a combination of a number of uh, modern technology platforms all the way from um, you know, next generation combat vehicles to future vertical lift aircraft um, and other modernization platforms, weapon system platforms. But truly um, the secret sauce is, you know, integrating and exchanging data across our platforms and making that available to our commanders at the point of need for decision-making. And um, so obviously um, this, this is, <clears throat> for us, digital transformation is also about truly changing how we fight in future. And that's kind of, you know, the uh, akin to how the private industry has leveraged digital transformation to really employ um, new operating models, uh, disrupting the market 
and um, new services to users and consumers. And that is the similar journey we're on in the army as well, except you know, the business of the army is really in the warfighting business. So for us to be able to achieve uh, that strategic, strategic advantage, that competitive advantage against an adversary, uh, we're really looking at digital transformation as a means to be able to achieve that end state. Let me get to a, a little granular uh, conversation here. Uh, I have been very, very keenly following uh, your posts on social media and was, was reading about the massive uh, $1 billion cloud migration contract that uh, the US Army is talking about and the, the Army cloud and data plans. Um, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, so cloud is absolutely one of those key enablers to uh, achieve digital transformation. And again, you know, you don't have to take the army for it. Look at, you know, how Uber and Netflix and Lyft and uh, Airbnb and all of these other companies have really leveraged um, the cloud to be able to kind of disrupt um, the market with new operating models. And so that is the same journey that the uh, U.S. Army is on as well. Cloud is uh, a key uh, technical enabler to achieve digital transformation. And that's because, you know, what, what we really need to be able to do is harness the data available in all our systems and applications and weapon system platforms. And, um, and what we're finding is that, you know, as uh, with the advent of newer platforms, um, the volume of data that uh, we are receiving from, you know, sensors and, and other applications and, and including our soldiers themselves who serve our sensors is growing exponentially. And so without uh, a capability like cloud to be able to, you know, not only, you know, um, store and manage the data, but to be able to leverage uh, artificial intelligence and machine learning, you really need the compute power of the cloud to be able to achieve um, you know, that objective. And so cloud was one of those key fundamental uh, priority areas for us um, that we, that journey that we began about you know, two and a half years ago. And uh, I can tell you that we have come a long way since then in terms of not just building out capacity in the cloud, the right security architecture, which is absolutely critical, um, the ubiquitous uh, access to the cloud by focusing on our network architecture as well, so that you know the data is accessible from anywhere in the world, from any device, by any soldier. Um, but also about you know how we leverage um, the power of the cloud for warfighting, and that means that you know taking a technical enabler like the cloud, and then putting it in the hands of our warfighters, our, our soldiers, to operationalize that. Because at the end of the day, if we're looking at really changing how we fight in future, and that gets into the doctrinal aspects of warfighting, then you know our warfighters really need to be the one that own that business process. And they need to be looking at how to innovate and how to take these technologies as modern technologies, and then use it in different ways than you know to fight than they have ever in, in, in the past. And so uh, that is the journey we're on this year. Um, in 2023, we will focus on really getting these kinds of capabilities to the hands of the hands of the warfighter. And we have a number of our cores and divisions, even down to the brigade level and below, actively engaged now in taking these technologies and experimenting with them, making them part of you know exercises, um, and with the idea that it you know. That, that these are all lessons, you know, a, a campaign of learning 
that will enable us to find new ways to fight for these technologies that has not been previously available. As it relates to our billion dollar effort, um, in, in parallel with us, you know, looking at cloud as a warfighting capability, uh, I as a CIO also have to find cost efficiencies. And one of the ways we're doing that is to really try to shut down, you know, over 250 data centers that we own in the army around the world. And, um, and because one, you know, it is not sustainable from a cost perspective and it is not meeting, you know, uh, the mission requirements. And so um, the, uh, the investment that I've been able to secure really is to start moving applications to the cloud, migrating them to the cloud, modernizing applications, and then with an emphasis on uh, exposing the data in the applications for decision-making. So it all again comes down to data and uh, this journey will not only enable us to, you know, divest off of some of the on-premise data centers, but also um, help with mission effectiveness. Great. Uh, so you mentioned about, uh, you know, the journey starting uh, two and a half years ago, and uh, besides cloud being used as the warfighting capability uh, builder, uh, you are also very conscious about. Uh, the escalating costs and therefore, uh, you know, deciding to shut down the 250 odd data centers and moving the applications, uh, migrating the applications into the cloud. So that is where uh, my next question was, uh, the US Army Enterprise Application Migration and Modernization Agreement, EAMM. Um, so how, how do you think will this pan out? Uh, because it's a mammoth plan. Yeah, so, so the plan is pretty detailed and actually documented in the Army Cloud Plan, and that is available, you know, as a, as a document that's available for uh, public release. Um, and it captures our key priorities um, and our, our priority initiatives, um, you know, for fiscal year 23 and 24. And uh, what, what we also needed was access to um, good technical talent from industry to help us on this cloud journey because we know from a talent perspective, we don't have all the expertise in-house organically to be able to do this. And so the intent of uh, establishing um, a contract um, um, you know, with industry um, is for us to be able to get access to the, to the best talent that's available in industry to help us on this journey. And that's exactly what the EAMM um, contract will enable us to do. Um, not only will it bring us uh, technical expertise, but also the combat power, the capacity that's needed to be able to migrate applications at scale, because it's one thing to be able to do this, you know, for a couple of data centers or a handful of applications, but, you know, uh, my, uh, my portfolio is over 5,000 applications and systems in the Army, as I noted, that's worldwide, um, supporting a number of warfighting missions, business functions, and so on. And so uh, it was important for us to make sure that we had the combat power um, and help from industry to be able to meet that objective. So we just heard Dr. Raj Ayer, uh, CIO of the United States Army on the mission Digital Army 2030 and how the largest employer in the world and one of the most strategic organizations is working to digitally transform the US Armed Forces with technology modernization, cloud adoption, and innovation in the applications. The second part of this two-part podcast series will be squarely focused on how the US Army is modernizing its cybersecurity infrastructure with zero trust 
and skilling its workforce to prepare for the modern warfare, including uh, the cyberspace. Until then, goodbye. I'm Rahul Inmani signing off.